Hi, welcome to the first season of our podcast, Two Cents in Ten. You are listening to Shubhendra Natasha. Here we give our opinions, or you can say our two cents on anything and everything that aims at making you more self-aware and the best version of yourself. Happy listening, guys. So, uh, you know how they save the best for the last. So, guys, welcome to the bonus episode of season one of Two Cents in Ten with me and Natasha. And uh, Natasha, can you? beat it we've reached the end of the season 1 and i mean we did it going by our endless going back and forth it's it's such a fulfilling feeling we did something productive in quarantine tell me about it dude um you know all the like literally all the so called creative differences we have had um changing the content to the last moment coming to a midpoint of approving the artwork uh, yeah. quite thrilling of course i'm not denying that but thank you thank you for being my partner in crime oh thank you too mm-hmm. and uh, i have to tell you guys um, once you get into it uh, you realize it's a big commitment it's it's not a cakewalk but yeah when you have a partner in crime like natasha it becomes a lot easier that's for sure to mm, to i mean i can't agree enough on this i i mean it's not a fleeting fling of course uh you know no matter that you're working late you have odd hours or you've had a bad day you still go ahead and do it because there is no turning back once you're in it and this podcast journey in particular it has told me that the shit is for real and should my two cents on passion now it's a commitment to stick to it yeah true that and because um at the end of it it's worth every second you know it's like you created something and this word passion it in itself has a power to make you do things to push your limits right absolutely absolutely um and uh, in fact that takes me to the point to share with each one of you that we have a very special guest with us today which is why we call this a bonus episode Uh, she's a creator among us who's here to share her two cents on her journey and guys we would suggest that just stay tuned till the end because we would be playing some really fun games with her yeah and we are doing this over a zoom call as our guest is from germany and you can in fact catch all the snippets of the zoom video call on our social media handle as well so she was the first person when it comes to embody our whole season and that's why she is going to be with us she believes that stand up comedians are nothing but a bunch of weird people with a lot of confidence and guess what she herself is a stand up comedian by passion and an architect for living uh basically juggling both with uh finesse and so here we are delighted uh to have her as a first bonus episode guest Hustlers, uh, we give you Gauri Bhasin joining us straight from Frankfurt, Germany. Hey, Gauri, welcome to our podcast, Two Cents in Ten. We are thrilled to have you here. When you just started doing comedy, I want to ask you. And you started juggling between architecture and comedy. Did you ever think that uh, you will be invited on Two Cents in Ten podcast? Never, ever. It's a. Uh, I cannot describe this feeling. It's indescribable. unimaginable it's unbelievable uh, i can't believe it's even happening crazy <laughs> because 
biggest um wow thank you i never thought i would be so cool well guess what you are you just okay, believe awesome. in yourself okay <laughs> yeah. so gauri first of all welcome to the show and we are really thrilled to have you and uh, i understand that you know you've been actually like should said juggling with a lot of things but you made some time and space for us and we really really appreciate all your time and energy here uh but first things first because this is this has been the quarantine but you know right now what is the situation and how the uh, uh, are people responding to it has the lockdown you know been relieved a bit so this situation thank you so much for having me natasha it's a pleasure and super right. happy thank yeah. you and yeah uh, the the situation here is pretty much normal as normal as it could be uh you you still have to wear a mask when you go to um um to a supermarket or to a shop or to an interior restaurant or something but apart from that everyone's just i hope still washing their hands right. because it's been a while but apart from yeah. that the economy is recovering everything's reopened um germans love beer so like fuck everything <laughs> they are just out in the gardens drinking beer and yeah You know, Gauri, there was a solar eclipse on twenty first June, right? And yeah. in in India, people were not uh, seen on the roads because of the eclipse. Yeah. But uh, but today, when there's no eclipse, but still there is Corona, right? Like there are <laughs> a lot of people on the roads, so they care more about the eclipse. So things don't make sense here. If you ask about Delhi, it's really weird, and um, that's why the cases are just rising up and up and up. and i don't see a stop anytime soon so that's delhi situation even if you didn't ask us i would uh <laughs> we just thought yeah. to inform you what's yeah, happening in this side of the world i wanted to ask you you know i wanted to ask you it's super it's sad actually it's very hard like my mom calls me and she's like nahi dilli mein cases bahut zyada ho rahe hain that's her <laughs> खाना but main apni mummy ki baat ka palan karti hu basically yeah such sanskari ladki hai nice very nice aap apni values nahi bhuli hai germany ja ke bhi i'm very glad that aur ye tum mat bhulna so gauri your twitter bio says that you are an architect by the day and a comedian by night has it been the opposite in this lockdown that put pulling off all nighters for your work and I see you creating videos in the daytime. So has it been opposite? Yeah, I really want to say yes, but honestly, I have never stayed up all night for my work ever. I just sleep. I'm just like, fuck it. We will, we will look at it later. I mean, well, I mean, obviously, college life was different because in college life, you you have like this whole toxic. environment of teachers that do not jo bolte ki you know because mauti aa jayegi agar ye submission na hui to i mean real life clients are not like that and uh, i think if you manage your time nicely then 
you will not i mean i don't think it's not been so complicated no i've just i chilled i've made videos i've uh, worked yeah yeah i do actually i had a question that uh, especially the quarantines you know the quarantine would have given you a lot of time to uh, for uh, for your content pieces for stand up comedy i'm sure and talking about that i i really want to know this like from uh, for me and shuv that uh, uh, do life coaches also you know pique your interest and give you a lot of content for your stand up comedy since you know you are right now on call with two of the life coaches So is is there something like that? Are we content worthy? You are. You are definitely <laughs> content worthy. It is the king of content, content worthy. No. So the thing is that um, uh, I I don't have any content on my of my stand up comedy on life coaches, but right. I did make a lot of online content on life coaches. The thing is, I like back like a few years ago, I was super depressed and I. watched life coaches and i think that was very helpful but i think like now i'm at a point where i can just look back and find the funny in it you know and you have to admit some of it is quite funny don't you think do that absolutely actually we mock ourselves it depends on uh, where you coming from right you know if you are uh, in a good place in your life you'll find the funny part of it if you're not in a good place in your life everything will make sense to you and uh, you know even the stupidest of these life coaches will make sense to you you know yeah, what i mean that's true okay. that's 100% true yeah. and i think the nice thing is when you reach a point in your life where you are in a very 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 bad situation and you can laugh at it i think that's just yeah. so beautiful yeah, like i, I have it now these days or like i'm sure you guys have it now because yeah. I don't know. Sometimes I think dealing with humor, like humor, helps you deal with so much, right? Like you could be very, very angry, or you could hate something, or everything is going bad, and then you can like say a joke to yourself and laugh, and like you know, it's released. Yeah, that's why they say humor is therapy. And I want to ask you: Is comedy really your passion? Like, can we say that comedy is Gauri Basin's passion? Yeah. Like I know, like I hope you don't have some. You have like a great ideology behind passion and a definition, and I hope it's not a trick question. No, see, actually, why we ask this question is because we have done this whole season on passion clarity, which is basically you know telling people how to identify your passion, digging it back back to your values and your childhood and what kind of talents you've had. So, if you may allow us, we really want to trace your journey. to give our listeners actually a live example of that you know how someone's values and talents are actually connected to what they end up doing later in their life which they are passionate about there you know because you are actually a living and manifesting example of what you're what you're passionate about and what you're doing right now yeah so take us back to your childhood tell us how you like while you're growing up what kind of fuck up you are that you are a comedian now what <laughs> happened to you in your childhood yeah i think there's so many questions now that that need to be addressed like point by point i do think that comedians are not normal people i think they're just a bunch of weirdos with a lot of confidence you know so i do think that uh, you are a different kind of person when you say you're going to be a stand up comedian um tracing my journey 
so i didn't have a normal childhood um, my childhood was very like it was it was quite traumatic but i do know that when i was a child i used to love make my mom i used to love to make my mom laugh and that, that was just hilarious i would just enact different people and um she would burst out laughing and that used to be the highlight of my day and then like in high school i used to laugh to make my friends laugh and um yeah it was very spontaneous and i and i like being that i liked laughter around me um stand up happened um very suddenly i never thought i was going to be a stand up comedian uh, i used to watch stand up comedians and i used to love watching them because um they made everything seem so easy like you know they made life seem so easy they would just joke about board exams and i'm so so i'm a ninth standard and i'm so scared about giving my board exams and then there's a comedian and he's just making fun of board exams like there's a whole pressure that got released so i just used to love watching that but i never thought that i could do something like that yeah and so stand up sort of happened when i came to germany um i went to this speech and like somebody noticed me and he was like you should try stand up comedy you're super spontaneous and funny and it seems like you really enjoy it when you when you you know when you make people laugh and stuff so yeah they yeah. remind you not to take things so seriously yeah, yeah. and i loved love that about stand up you know i just love that sort of release but Got like it. you said gauri that uh, when you were small like like growing up you used to love making people laugh but uh, you never thought of it as a profession is that so i mean it never occurred to you that okay you know i'm good at it but can i make this my profession because this, this was something right under your nose so do you think you had this vision that you know when i'll grow up i'll be a stand up comedian no like no i never thought i was going to be a stand up comedian ever it just happened so you landed in architecture out of the reasons for stability because or you when you started exploring your career options you thought that you know i might want to give it a give a try to comedy so like i had no i had engineering so i had what non medical that we studied to become an engineer and then he was like he was still pushing me for you know engineering 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 and then i was like no i want to do architecture and then it was like two years of like a lot of struggle and back and forth and a lot of lot of unnecessary things and my mom the whole time my mom was like beta arts le le um beauty parlor ka course so so i had like like these two forces of like you know one person be like yeah no engineer engineer and the other was like beta chill just like do something teacher ban ja kathak kar le you should do kathak as a hobby class she was like kathak in the ba ma kar le so kathak dance teacher ban jana thought it and so these were like the two directions that i was going wow. and then i was like no i like design i like um yeah basically like designing and then interior designer ki to koi respect hote nahi na waise bhi country mein wo to like ha wo business class play hai that is um that is for upper upper middle class they go for yeah. interior designing course one year in london and then they come back and they get married what do you see any common values in architecture and comedy uh, and i also really want to focus on your values when you were growing up what kind of values did you uh, inculcate right because we've told like this is what we are uh, telling in our episodes as well that your values are so 
important uh, for you to understand because they are the foundation, right? And if they don't go in sync with your passion, then um, you won't be happy. It's as simple as that. So I really want to understand your values and uh, are there any shareable values in the two things that you juggle between architecture and comedy? Hmm. Very interesting. That's so interesting. So um, about values, so I did not know so much about values. Actually, I learned it from you guys only that there's this thing called values and now I have to like, if, now if, I, if I look back, uh, then I would say that um, definitely taking things not so seriously is like one value. And I mean, I'm sure you guys have like a better word for it. We I'm not always... We need to have a word for it, you know? Right, Natasha? Exactly, because, absolutely, because that is your interpretation of how you look at that word and what you make out of it. Exactly. So no one should be telling you, yeah. Nice, yeah. Let's see, that's what I love about life coaches. They empower you. But like also teach you at the same time. No, I always wanted a life coach. Actually, that's true. Like a few months ago, I was like, I just want a life coach because because I. And you got two. You didn't get you one. You two. got two. That's well, I'm still learning, guys. I, I'm not a life coach full fledged. Natasha is a babe. Now you're just humbly stepping back. <laughs> yeah, he's being <laughs> modest. You know, I'm not. I, I hate that word. I did life coach like transform myself. You know, like. Anyway, let's just come back to what we asked you. Yeah, let's just focus on body. <laughs> yes, so, uh, after this, I will interview you guys. So, how long <laughs> do you think that be a coach? What are your values? Okay, so values as, yeah, I think like definitely being happy. Um, lively is what Shub said. Yes, I like it when things are, you know, some kind of energy. But I also, uh, it being lively does not mean that you're not sad, um, which is, I think, a part of life. Uh, but yes, I want everything to be like, I want to make memories, you know, like nice memories. And um, uh, which is also why I don't take, I'm, I'm never, like after first semester, I was like, okay, I, architecture is not what I thought it was going to be. Uh, somehow I'm good at it. It's like a skill that I have. Uh, I own my bread and butter with it. And uh, people like what I do. And so I do it. I enjoy doing it. Um but it's not something that moves me, you know. Okay. Uh, it is something, for example, when I have a project, I'm doing an interior design thing. So I'm the kind of person who gives uh, her 100% in everything. If I don't give my 100%, then I don't do it. Or I get very cranky and I don't like it. It doesn't give me a nice feeling. Um, but it's not something that I, I don't wake up every day saying that I'm going to be the greatest architect of all time, you know. I do love the projects that I do. I give my 100% in them. I hate the clients that I work with. I hope they never listen to this podcast, but <laughs> clients can be so annoying. But yeah. Um, so yeah, apart from that, so coming back to the question, or maybe truth, because um, like I always, I do believe that if you are not telling a story or you're not making an impact or you're not touching someone, then why are you doing this? You know, like if you do something, like if you're creating something, create something that touches people. And I don't know if that's a value. Impact, yeah. Impact, impact yes. contribution, yeah. Yes, definitely. yes, definitely. An impact and a contribution. And it's like, I, I also want to write, like I always wanted to write. And hopefully after listening to your podcast, I can get into writing again, writing that's, uh, that tells a story, storytelling. And like I always want everything that I do to have like an impact. There's another value, a few more values, which are freedom. Like okay. I, I love, I hate it when 
there's an authority figure that's trying to block me from what I want to do. Mm-hmm. And that happens a lot in architecture. Uh, you have to, and it's not just that. Okay, let's just talk about values for a while. So it's like freedom. Like I love being free and to have the freedom to do what I want to do, make my own decisions, uh, whether mm-hmm. it's freedom of speech, freedom of creativity, just freedom of creating, freedom of being me. You know, and I think right. in a country like ours, it does not come so easily. Mm-hmm. Um, especially when you're a woman, it does not come easily. Uh, even if you're, you're from a very, very privileged uh, family, you will find lots of little blocks that don't allow you to do what you want to do. That's the reason why I travel so much. That's the, that's the reason I came all, all uh, these miles away here in Germany. And like when my yeah. friends ask me, are you ever coming back? And I'm like, never. That's like one of the few reasons. And freedom does not just mean freedom by society. It also means financial independence. That's yeah. also very important to me to be able to be to be able to finance my passion, right? Like so that I don't have to depend on somebody okay. to to live. So freedom and adventure and um yeah, respect and love and honesty, loyalty. These are some of my values. Yeah, in fact, a lot of people would say that, okay, freedom, who doesn't like freedom, you know? Like, everyone loves freedom. Then, like, yeah. it's not a rare value to have, but there's a chronological order to your values. Like, for you, freedom is more important than something else. So maybe yeah. it's one of those top six values. That's why it's influencing you so much that you've, you know, changed uh, and you've taken such a big decision of pursuing something that directly gives you freedom. You know what I mean? Yeah. So for those listening, uh, if they think that free, everyone likes freedom, like it's not a rare value to have, but there's a chronological order to all your values. For Gauri, freedom is much more important than something else. So that's why this decision has been taken by her. True so true so, uh, so Gauri, like you've told us six, seven values here. I just want to know where do they come from? Right. I just want to know the source of these values. If you can like elaborate more on your childhood and how was it like, so that listeners can understand uh, where the values come from and what, what are the situations that shape those values. As you guys already talked about in your podcast, that values come from your childhood. And in fact, you guys helped me to realize that I, I didn't know that, okay, like these are the values that shape you. Uh, I didn't have a very normal childhood it was quite traumatic so there were I saw domestic violence and a lot of control and this obsessive cycle of control and authority where somebody's just always trying to um it was quite it, it was not it was quite toxic it wasn't a normal childhood and I think that really and I think when you are in that situation you don't really realize uh what's happening and it's only when you step out uh, onto your group of peers and your or when you go to college or when you start working that's when if you're lucky you're going to see what happened and how it shaped you and you really have to like look at it from from a third person perspective and I don't know just just like look at yourself and I think that's where the values come from probably yeah it's very difficult so, to figure out your own values it's a it's a whole different process uh, in itself. And um, yeah, as you said, a third person's perspective really matters and it really helps you. That's why it's important for uh, you to ask your peers and your family 
to understand yourself a little better how was i like in my childhood you know what i like whatever so yeah so now i can see uh, from where you got the values like freedom and impact and um, liveliness because uh, there was a void in your childhood for all these three values and you've been longing for these values and when now you're finding those values in what you're doing is why you're happy isn't it natasha so that in fact i would say the way uh, i what i heard was that she she always had those values and whatever incident showed up because that was sort of stifling her like she said even she said that you know uh, while growing up it was like uh, suffocating or holding her back or she was uh, there was an authority figure that's what she even said when she was talking about her career that she hated anyone being like an authority figure and telling her no. uh, and stopping her from things to do so i i think that she always had those values and those incidents showing up because uh, it just made sure for her that you know what this is not the kind of life i want to live and i would make sure i mean i think that seeds trickle down in childhood she never realized this is how i see it but yeah. when she grew up she had this faith that you know i'm not going to repeat those same incidents again with myself Absolutely. i would stand up for what i am that's my this makes so much sense and this is like this is like a self get to know you session that i am getting from this podcast and it's very important to know this about yourself like in yeah. all seriousness if you do not know these things about yourself you're always going to be lost you know it's always important to look at the things that happened why you are the way that you are why you behave in these things, the way that you do the way you interact with other people the way that you interact with yourself it's very important to to understand yourself and i think only then can you like chase something else and if you're chasing something else without an understanding of yourself understanding i think you're going to be lost to taking it forward um, what i wanted to know is that uh, because you are in this full time job and you're juggling with your passion as well right so is it out of practicality that you know i need to sustain a job uh, until the comedy gig becomes so big that they that can pay you well so that then you know eventually you can leave your job or you still even if you uh, no even if you have a lot of money you still would want comedy as a stress buster and you wouldn't want uh, to be there 24/7 because that would just take away all the joy so what is it for you do you are you doing it because you want to do it full time or are you doing it because you know this is just a stress buster sort of thing? Uh, i'm doing comedy because i want to do it full time i am uh, that's the reason why i'm not working full time i'm only working part time and i'm taking freelance projects in fact these okay. projects are just coming to me somehow uh, but the reason i'm not doing that is because um, it is there to pay my bills you know it's it's there so i can sustain myself and it's there until i can become good enough that comedy can pay bills basically uh, and not just bills like um, Yeah, I, I don't think of comedy like I never imagined comedy like yeah, and one day comedy is gonna pay my bills. You know, it's just I think it's like way bigger than that. It's like you have to become it's a lot of practice and more practice and more practice and just becoming good. And I think when you become so good at something like that, I think everything else just is just taken care of. Yeah, that, absolutely. What is your take on people trying to find their passion? How you how your approach could help them? Okay, so. I think you guys are already helping them. So I think if they are listening to all your episodes, I'm sure they know more than what they did before they started listening to you guys. 
and it is a lot uh, and on top of that it is about what we talked about i think knowing yourself first is so important yeah reading reading books reading what other people have to say um it, defining your role models i think and then you know i think you can have your role model only after you know yourself right because how will mm-hmm. you know who you want to follow if you don't know who you are who you basically. are and i and also i mean i think you guys would agree that knowing yourself is also a journey it's like a process it's not like today today you know yourself completely i think you are also always changing and evolving who yeah. i am now i will like look back and think about it 10 years from now you know mm-hmm. maybe i will just laugh at myself or maybe i will just be like ah oh, that's cool um one thing that i'm doing these days is i'm journaling um i'm oh. trying to keep like a regular journal and because it's interesting it's so it's actually super crazy i just found out that i was keeping journals when i was a kid and then also in my um like college and then also after college and then i just read them a few weeks ago and it was crazy because it all made sense you know and it was like a huge growth like um uh, when i was 18 i had a journal and in that journal it's basically a very sad journal so was I, i'm just super depressed all the time and i'm like a goth teenager who has like no idea what's happening and like super confused and so depressed and ah oh, like super sad and making very bad decisions like very bad decisions i, I want to make a comedy piece out of it it's like comedy worthy bad decisions that i made and then jump to like 3 years later i'm traveling solo and i am talking to people and i'm making them laugh can you believe it and that time i wasn't like a stand up comedian but like there is a sentence in there that says i'm actually funny because like when i talk to people like they're like always laughing and i'm so what it was like, it was like it's like a graph and was there you know and that's crazy so like that's when i decided okay i need to journal more and yeah. now i started keeping a journal quite consistently since i think november And it's crazy because in November the first page says this first page says should I move to Berlin or not question mark six months later it says I'm moving to Berlin you know so it's like basically a series of should I should I not should I should I not this that this that then this happened that happened and now I'm moving to Berlin so it's like a whole I think there are decisions inside your subconscious like you know yeah. what you want to do and you think yeah. about it and then what you keep thinking about eventually manifests. I like journaling helps you see your graph like it helps you see how okay, yeah. I actually thought about 3 years ago and now I'm actually living this life that I thought I would live and otherwise you would just be like how huh, what am I doing in my life I'm not doing anything but like I don't know I think I have in my macbook I have um pictures of countries all over Europe in like a album that says want to travel and that was in 2000 when I was like 16 and now i'm going to be so 10 years later i've actually been to all those countries that's crazy and like with my own money you know like i i funded my own travel it's like i put the thought 10 years ago yeah you so manifested it basically yeah without even realizing realizing that's true that's true you have a vision huh i have a super embarrassing vision board yeah i why do you call it super embarrassing Why do you call it super embarrassing? Huh? Why do you call it super embarrassing? Yeah, I I call it super embarrassing because I don't want anyone to see it. Like it's here and it's like rolled up. 
and then I like when I'm in my room, I put it back again. But then because I live with my roommate, and like when I leave, I just like put it back because it has super sexy pictures of like super sexy women yeah. with super sexy bodies, and I'm never gonna achieve that because I love to eat and stuff. So anyway, it has like lots of super cheesy stuff, and it has my dream house and everything. And so I see this first. That's what you do with the vision board, right? You get really amb- you, that's the whole point of having a vision board. You have to be really ambitious with it so that at least you can you know reach to the half. we mark of that vision thing yeah yeah i didn't even want to be the super sexy i didn't even want to have this super sexy figure i just wanted to be thin okay but like when you search healthy women these super sexy women come i were like <laughs> yeah now i have to cut it and put it on my vision board you know <laughs> it has like lots of healthy eating stuff like i just have to eat healthy and it has my dream house it has yeah. like a super big house with like a very nice pool yeah. and stuff yeah. so yeah. It, is. it has the hills of California. Like that's where I want to move eventually to LA. Let's just hope somebody can make you buy that house. Yeah. Eventually. Yeah. Eventually. eventually. So, uh, Gauri, but also uh, taking that forward, I wanted to ask that according to you, because you yourself is juggling with your job and your passion. How smart is it to burn all your boats because you only want to invest in your passion and not have a uh, you know fallback? what what's your opinion on that i will not do it i don't know if that's stupid or smart i hmm. think i will probably find out in a couple of years hmm. um i'm not sure if there's one strategy that works for everyone because everyone, we're all different right. people right. Um, right i do think that you should give your 100% i know people who were completely broke did nothing just believed in their passion and they were a success story I know people who were not even knowing that that was a passion. They just wrote something, and it was a success story. I think everyone has their own path. Their own story, yeah. Yeah, maybe I. I just know that I would not do that. I would definitely like not that I'm not, not that I don't believe in myself that it, I'm gonna. It's gonna be something, but I also have to, um, you know, I have to sustain myself. Yeah. That's like one thing. I'm I'm financially independent. Then that's like mm-hmm. that makes a lot makes a huge difference for me. I want to be able to one day support my mother or my sister when need be. And so like I am just the kind of person who would give their hundred percent in everything I do. And I just would never burn all my bridges. Even if there's I do actually I do a lot of things, not just architecture and comedy. You know, sometimes I'm also a tutor, a teacher. Oh. In my university, okay. the university where I did my masters in, uh, I'm actually the only person to ever get a 1.0, which is like the best grade that you can get in the German university. It's, it's like it's like the grading system is 1.0 to 5.0, right? Mm-hmm. And five being the least, and 1.0 is the best. And they never give you a 1.0. They give you like a 1.1 or a 1.5. And like they said, because they were like, you're the only person to ever get a 1.0. And after this, we're never gonna give it to somebody else again. Like we had to. That's give it to you crazy. That's yeah. crazy, dude. That's really big. That's actually. Yeah. That was a big that? moment. You could have it told us starting. We would have taken you more seriously, you know. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, um, yeah. So it's like I. So I do a lot of things. So I'm also. Then they asked me to be a visiting professor. I'm a professor. Can you believe it? I do. This. I sometimes say the stupidest things. in my in my classes i say so we're doing museum design how many how many of you like museums huh that sucks i hate museums they're super boring <laughs> so, <laughs> say stuff like that 
Okay, Gauri. So before we let you go, uh, I know that you know we do not have any hamper right now to give away to you, but we still want to play a game with you, some fun games with you. So you know we know that you're an entertainer, but we really hope that our questions uh, actually entertain you a bit. So are you ready for it? Yes. And also to tell the listeners what kind of an entertainer she is, I would want to read the last two tweets that she's made. Guys, this is from Gauri Basin's Twitter account. The first one is <laughs> weight loss experts say that the accurate way to weigh yourself is after finishing the morning business. So, scientifically speaking, we are all full of shit. Tweet number two: It's scary how quarantine affected everyone. One third of my friends are depressed, and the rest started a blog. Okay, so the third tweet that I found is behind every "It's okay, I understand." There's a "fuck you." <laughs> Gauri, you've you've said this to us also a million times now. But it wasn't okay. for you. Actually, after this, after I tweeted this, uh, I actually went to my conversations and just "Okay, I understand." I say this, I say it a lot. I don't always mean "fuck you," but I think there are like situations now when like somebody says. Can you please understand? And can you not la 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 la? And then you're like, yeah, of course, but fuck you, you know. Okay, I, so I, that's that's just for clients. That's just for her clients. Yeah, it's clients and actors. Yeah. Buddy, this is from November 2019. You said maybe you were having a hard time sleeping those days. So you said, my brain every time I get ready for an eight-hour sleep. And now we present our top ten regrets since 2010. That's, that's this one is good. good. This good. one is good. Yeah. Um, okay. Coming back to the game. Sorry. Yeah. We have got two games. The first one is called Three Things in Five Seconds. So you just have a time slot of five seconds, and whatever the question is, you have to give three answers for that. Are you ready? Okay. Okay. Yes. Okay. Here we go. Okay. Three things you do before going to bed. Netflix, eating, Instagram. Nice. Awesome. Uh, your your top three values that you stand for. Happiness, love, loyalty. Wow, man! Wow. Did you know we're gonna ask yeah. this? Okay, so three talents you wish you had. I wish I could sing. I wish I could. Paint nicer than I, I wish I was good at a sport. Three okay, three talents you already have. I'm super funny. Mm. I'm super yeah. funny. I can act yeah. very nicely. I can write very nicely. Nice. I said I'm super funny, and then I was just like, "Ha, huh, that was a nice." I was like, "Fuck, five seconds." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like. Yeah. So, um, Gauri, three things good about me. Oh, sorry, three things you can't tolerate. <laughs> three things you can't tolerate. I can't tolerate uh, egoistic people. I can't tolerate uh, lies. I can't tolerate angry people. Right. Right. Okay. So, three sitcoms you can binge watch any day. Friends, Better Call Saul, 
Game of Thrones. Sitcoms. We talk about sitcoms. We talk oh, about. Oh shit! Yeah. Uh, how I met your mother. Awesome. Okay. I think I think you should have given us three seconds. Yeah. Al- She's also, totally winning the game. Also, is Better Call Saul a sitcom? I don't know. It's not a sitcom. Yeah, it's not right. So you. Uh, friends, how I met your mother. I know, I know this one. Friends, how I met your mother. Mockumentary. Yeah, dude, the mockumentary, the very funny mockumentary. The Office. Office. Oh yeah, the Office. The office yeah. Three. But, Three comedians that you look up to. One, Kathy, two, three. Whitney Cummings, Hollywood. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> well, you are winning the game, yeah. Like I had to do this. You're so good at yeah. it. It's okay. I thought okay. So now I don't even win. You're not even giving me a hamper. At least let me win. True <laughs> that. So three takeaways yeah. for you from our first season. Five seconds, you have to tell us. Okay, in five seconds. One. Okay. I see. You guys have taught me a lot. You guys have like given me like a total. I don't know. Basically, I can't. I learned about my values. <laughs> I said I. I learned that freedom is not a value, but it's valid in my case. Number two. No, it is a Number value. Three, freedom is a value. But Shuk said freedom is not a value before. No, no, no. He said he said that uh, for everyone, freedom is important and that can be a value. Oh. But the chronology can differ. That's what he said. Okay. Like, people say that this is freedom value. Maybe it's freedom person. Who likes freedom? You know what I mean? Indians are like that. This is freedom. You should put this. You should not cut this. You should put this in the podcast. Like I'll... this thing that you just said. You should put it. Yeah, coming back yeah. to this, uh, three backup options if you who are not doing comedy. Theater, writing, and beauty parlor. <laughs> <laughs> because your mom always wanted you to. She always motivated me. And if I had no ambition, I would have just said, "Okay, <laughs> yeah. beauty parlor is good." Abhi, you would have been doing upper lips right now. <laughs> Quarantine center. I would have done home office. Yeah. Upper lip ready. Yeah. 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 <laughs> the modern version of beauty parlor people is makeup artists. Ha, that's true. It's the upper class version of middle class. class yeah. Yeah. Upper middle class. And yeah. My skincare beauty routine. <laughs> yeah, eight things to apply. अरे किसके पास इतना time है यार? दस दस चीजें सुबह लगाओ ये करते रहो. Anyway. मैं तो करती हूँ. I don't know about you. I'm very worried about my skin. I do my whole skincare routine in the morning. Okay. All natural, organic products. Homemade. <laughs> um, three underrated skills you got. Yeah, unusual like, skills basically. Unusual. I can squint my eyes like that. I can raise my eyebrow like that and that, and I can imitate most voices. I can imitate people nicely. Can you remember? We didn't know that. That's cool. I can imitate. So can you imitate Natasha? Yeah, yeah. I'm no, sure. I like Natasha. I will not imitate. So three things this lockdown has taught you. I love lockdown. 
This is what lockdown I love lockdown. Ho gayi teen. I love lockdown. I love lockdown. Three words need but three things. Jab main dobara bolu ya have I lost it? No, no. So no, no. We are we are moving to another set of games, which is called Would You Rather. We are going to give you two options, and you have to tell tell us that which one would you choose. Yeah. Fair enough. Perfect. So first one is that Would you rather always be ten minutes late or twenty minutes early? I want to always be twenty minutes early, but I'm always ten minutes late. Yeah. Would you rather be a uh, struggling comedian? Or a successful architect. Good one. That's a good one. Huh. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. You don't have. I hope this is not my life story. I hope this is not what they put on my tombstone. Struggling comedian but successful artist. Is <laughs> nice. So I would be a. Depends what you call struggling. You know, if I'm funny, if I know I'm funny and I'm not making a, if I'm not rich and famous, I would still be a struggling comedian. If it's just about that, if it's just about getting a Netflix special, but if it's just that I'm so bad at it, like you know, if I'm struggling because I'm bad, then I would rather be a successful architect. Okay, makes sense. Makes sense. Okay, so would you rather know the history of every object that you touched, or be able to talk to the animals? <laughs> able to talk to animals. <laughs> okay, so would you rather have an easy job working for someone else or work for yourself but work incredibly hard? Work for myself but work incredibly hard. Hmm. Would you rather go back to age five with everything you know now, or know now everything your future self will learn? I want to know now everything that I will learn. That's like that's why I'm saying having life coaches and like talking to people is super important and reading books is important because imagine if you could have the knowledge now that you will have to otherwise learn making yeah. mistakes. Yeah, I would rather make all the mistakes now and learn from you guys, people who know more than me and read books, than make these mistakes myself and learn this in ten years. Yeah, makes sense. Makes sense. Okay. Would you rather have skin that changes color based on your emotions, or tattoos appear all over your body depicting what you did yesterday? <laughs> that would be creepy. <laughs> wow, tattoos can skin be skin that changes color based on yeah. my emotions. I never yeah. want to have that, but if if there if I like there will be tattoo of what I did yesterday, then I will have a skin that changes color. Would you rather be beautiful and stupid or intelligent and ugly? Intelligent and ugly. <laughs> like, why can't I have both? Oh, I don't want to be intelligent and ugly. Maybe beautiful and stupid. I don't know, but like, I cannot deal with stupid people. Okay. So last, this is the last one, Gauri. Uh, would you rather be completely invisible for one day or be able to fly for one day? Yeah, that's a very interesting thing. Invisible, oh, invisible. Invisible. What oh, do you think? Money. What all would you? Yeah, where all would you want to steal a lot of in? money? It's practical. See, you be invisible for one day. You steal a lot of money. You're full-time comedian. There is no problem. You Perfect. know. 
<laughs> sorry discussing your content of course yeah very funny i noticed what you did there but no i yeah. mean i'll give it to you since it's the last episode so just let me see my thank yous uh i think you've done a really commendable job uh, being my co-podcaster co-curating all the content especially especially i would say just taking care of all the nuances and hustlers i have to tell you this that this man he can be really overwhelming at times okay like he'll read up everything but about whatever he's doing and then his benchmarks are set and you don't have an option but to give your best like literally i'm not even kidding you on that i felt like killing him at times what felt like beating the phone at times really but yeah i mean but i see at the end of it i don't want to change any part of it because what we came up with that's a thing beauty dude and i would love to have you till the end season of our podcast i won't have it any other way natasha i think season 1 has been a journey with you and uh, yeah i'm waiting for this next one and can't wait to work on the next one with you i like the sound of it yeah and thank you hustlers thank you all of you because uh, you guys have given your precious 10 minutes to us every time and we really made this with a lot of dedication and precision uh, you know the end goal right from the start has been that we just have to serve you and we have to give you value 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 as chup says yeah and uh, yeah absolutely true that we've had discussions like our long discussions we have had opinions often uh, differing ones as well but for but all for what is valuable for you guys and um, we always knew that it is a very short time to sum up something intense and insightful and to create a back story and give you the context and end it with an insight it has been pretty handful but as we stated i think our purpose um it has never let us got uh, tired that's what i would say natasha true true i mean never because the purpose to make a difference to your lives to give you a perspective of shubhan natasha based on our lives uh, we just tried our very best to simplify things for you that can be pretty daunting and you know what we really hope that this would have contributed to your lives in some way and made you take some action we really hope so and yeah and this is how it's going to be in our next season which will be out very soon and this is all we wanted um to make an impact and help you all with our perspectives our two cents so signing off and hustlers take good care of yourselves share love on us here and um, on our social media platforms if you want and tell us how do you find season 1 and we promise we'd be back sooner than you think so um lots of love and until we meet again keep listening keep hustling guys bye bye hi everyone so if you like this podcast and want us to keep making an impact your reviews and ratings would really help five stars would be great but we leave it up to you don't forget to follow us on all audio platforms for our show two cents in 10 and if you really can't get enough of us do follow us on all our social media platforms we're really hoping to make some new friends here thank you so much for tuning in